Grab a Torch podcast, a rundown and chat about reality show Survivor. Grab a Torch podcast and the finale of Survivor Season 42. I couldn't wait for each episode to get here already, and now they're all behind us already. I'm going to miss watching each week. I'm going to miss watching the players and trying to figure out who they are and what they're about and what moves they should make next. Not that I was any good at that, but it was a lot of fun. So I think this time around I'm going to do less of a rundown of the show and just comment on some of my favorite parts, or maybe a hybrid of those two things. I loved that Lindsay confronted Jonathan after last week's Tribal Council over why she was left out of the Omar vote. There is no back down in Lindsay. She's competitive to the core and just a great example of a great person. I loved that after the back and forth between them, Romeo spoke up and said, Well, since we're all being honest here, I have an idol and I'm using it in the next tribal, so at least I get to final four. It was so funny. Mike said, good for you, good for you, man. Then later, as they were lying down, Mike said to Romeo, you've got balls of steel not using it yet. I love the things that Mike says when he doesn't believe someone. I mean, I guess I'm assuming that he doesn't believe that nonsense, Another thing I loved, the sunrises. I wish there was enough time for us to just sit virtually with the remaining players and watch for five minutes. So anyway, the remaining five players received mail, along with a word scramble to be solved. And once that was unscrambled, it would give a hint of where to find an advantage for the next immunity challenge. Lindsay, with her neck on the line, was the first to solve the scramble and then the first to scramble off and start hunting for the advantage. Marianne stayed behind, quote-unquote, stuck on figuring out the final word in order to give Lindsay as much time as possible to find the hint, and it worked. I love the expression Marianne had when her back was turned to the others, a little bit of an eye roll um, <laughs> at how none of them could get the puzzle figured out. It is crazy how alive in this game Marianne became over the last few episodes. She for sure fooled me as far as how good of a player she actually is. Another favorite moment, when Lindsay did find the advantage and she cried with relief. I was right there with her, couldn't have been more happy. And Marianne's smile when asking if Lindsay got it, they're both sweethearts. So day 24 immunity reward challenge was the best The course was so cool. I loved the net that they had to cross each time they dropped off puzzle pieces to their platform, how it worked as a trampoline for those who used it as a trampoline. I just imagined that the whole thing would have been fun to design and to build. So Lindsay's advantage ended up being that she would have only one knot to untie at each station as opposed to six knots for every other player, which seemed like a really good lead. Still, though, Jonathan ended up being first to start his puzzle, though Lindsay was just moments behind him. But still, how many more knots did he end up having to untie? 
just incredible. Can you imagine if Jonathan had been the one to find the advantage and have only one knot? Ooh, okay, too late. The game's already over. Anyway, so the thing is, Jonathan and Puzzles, it's like oil and water. Mike started to get his puzzle together. Romeo said, I suck at puzzles, Jeff. And Marianne, who was on her puzzle right next to him, immediately said, don't say that. You always have a chance, Romeo. I don't know. Marianne is something else. So meanwhile, Mike continued to kick ass at his puzzle, and Lindsay had her last piece in her hand when he had his last piece in place, and Mike ended up winning his very first immunity challenge. I mean, I was thrilled for him. I'm so thrilled for him. For it to have happened this late in the game, the best. But I was so heartbroken for Lindsay. She gets the advantage. What would have happened if she hadn't gotten that advantage? I don't know. But anyway, it was great. And so not only did Mike win immunity, but he was able to invite someone to have pasta and cake with him. And he chose Jonathan. And when he asked Jeff if he could bring someone else, Jeff told him no, which sucked. I do wonder who he would have invited. I think he would have invited Marianne in a way. Jonathan was so, 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 so happy to have been invited to food. He was like a two-year-old excited kid. It was so funny to watch how thrilled he was, how grateful he was to Mike. Interview style, Mike said that he was playing against kids who are 30 years younger than him. Two of them have been immunity beasts. Lindsay had an advantage in the challenge and he still won. He was feeling great. Man, I'm glad he won. It really is incredible to think of just how much older he is compared to all the remaining players. What a beast. What I didn't like was Jonathan asking Mike if he would play the idol for him. Mike's pause, the way he said, Of course I will. What I love about Mike is if you spot his tell when he's lying, it's so much fun. The tone in his voice going up, Jonathan, you don't ask a kid who just barely got a brand new toy to hand it over. You certainly don't do it with an immunity idol. So Lindsay was nervous as hell, rightfully so, and Marianne tried her best to comfort Lindsay, saying that she truly felt like Jonathan would not be with them tomorrow. And at that moment, I don't think Marianne was pulling her leg at all. I think that Marianne had a plan in her head at that point, and it was to get rid of Jonathan. Another thing I really hated was Lindsay begging and trying to guilt trip Mike into playing the idol for her. I get it, it's not something she would have done as a first, a second, a fifth move, but as a final desperate move, it's understandable. Still, she could have spent her energy and time trying to come up with anything else. So Marianne and Mike talked on the beach, and then later Marianne and Romeo talked about voting Lindsay. I could see Marianne trying to avoid admitting that she had to vote out Lindsay if she was to stand a chance to win. It was truly a battle between her head and her heart. Get rid of a true good friend and keep someone she doesn't care for as much so that she can win at the end. So at Tribal Council, Marianne talked about how she does wear her heart on her sleeve, that she does have to decide between her head and her heart, but she has to recognize that she wants to play this game for herself. Romeo was asked what his vote was about, if he had to label it, and he said, the fighter, which Lindsay loved. 
She is so competitive. You can almost see it in her eyes. She gets high competing. So Mike stepped up after the votes were cast and said that he was going to play his hidden immunity idol for Marianne to repay her loyalty to him. The jury was stunned and thrilled. I love seeing the jury's expressions and reactions to things. Then Romeo said, Jeff, and the jury gasped, jaws dropped, all for nothing really, because all Romeo said was that he had a fake immunity idol, so he wasn't going to play it, and instead he would toss it into the fire. <laughs> I don't know why it was this strange little thing there at the end. Anyway... In the end, every contestant left voted Lindsay. Lindsay, of course, voted Jonathan, and she was sent to join the jury. Lindsay! She was great like everyone else has been great upon their exit. On her way out, she threw both hands into the air and said, I'm going to eat so much food! Omar said to Drea on the jury, I'm kind of sad about that in regards to Lindsay being voted out. So in her exit interview, Lindsay said that she loved that the tagline for her vote out was the fighter, and she's proud for how far she got. It was so much fun. She experienced so many survivor things, and it was the best thing ever. On to day 25, opening up with the remaining four players, Marianne, Jonathan, Mike, and Romeo. Huh, who would have funk it? So they climbed up some stairs to a platform for a challenge called Simotion for the last immunity challenge. Jeff talked with each of the players, but Marianne's was most compelling. She was brought to tears knowing her family was watching, that one family member wasn't talking with the rest. So to know at that moment, even though they were separate, they were all watching her and that was what was pushing her. She wanted them back together more than she wanted a million dollars. So, with one hand tied behind their backs, they had to drop a ball down a chute and catch it at the bottom, and then along the way, they would add balls to the mix. Mike, within moments, took his eye off of his ball, fumbled it around, and ended up dropping it. Pure lack of focus, and man, was he mad at himself. Marianne was the second out with only two balls in the contraption. She shed some tears. I think Mike did as well, watching Marianne. I think Mike really adores the hell out of Marianne, but who doesn't? I don't think that there is one mean bone in that girl's body. So Jonathan dropped his fourth ball in and right away missed a ball coming out of his chute and Romeo dropped to his knee from emotion winning his first immunity idol, Romeo. Yeah, you heard me right. Romeo. Romeo, Romeo, Romeo. Of all of the immunity idol challenges to win, he wins when they are down to four players. How sweet. Huge. He spoke of how every tribal council his name came up, that it's been exhausting and that he's going to go back home and tell the young women he coaches to never give up. Wow. Just wow. What a great thing for him. First Mike, out of the blue, and then Romeo, out of the blue, ending their games with immunity idols around their necks. I'm so happy that that happened for them. Romeo back at camp was really happy, a little bit silly. It was so cute to watch. 
So Mike spoke with Romeo about how he knew Romeo had to have him make fire and basically just tried to help him strategize. Marianne was helping Jonathan to practice making fire, which took Jonathan about two seconds to do. He was so fast at it. Marianne was feeling like the best thing for her was to have Jonathan and Mike compete in fire and for Jonathan to win. With Jonathan and Romeo, she feels she has her best shot. So Mike went off in private to practice making fire, and he didn't seem to be all that great at it. Marianne decided to practice making fire as well, and she seemed almost as fast as Jonathan was, while giving a dissertation to Romeo on how to do it. So with the fire practice out of the way, the remaining four players marched on into tribal council, and the jaws dropping and the expressions on the jury's faces as they saw that it was Romeo, of all people, with an immunity necklace around his neck. Priceless. Jeff, regarding the unlikelihood, unlikeliness, whatever, of Romeo winning the immunity necklace, said that it reminded him that so much of what we accomplish in life starts with showing up, and by showing up, you're still in the game. So Jeff asked Marianne, how do you feel right now? And she said, you know, it always feels like you're going to vomit, which is so funny. Throwback to the old Marianne. It was obvious, though, that she was nervous. So Mike mentioned that he knew it was going to come down to he and Jonathan making fire. Romeo was then asked, who is going to be sitting next to you in the final three? He said, I'm taking Marianne with me. She was so happy, relieved. Mike and Jonathan had a handshake, exchanged I love yous. It was really great. And then the fire making began. Jonathan wasn't nearly as quick as he had been in practice, and Mike ended up getting his flame up and going first. Mike's method was more haphazard, but it really took off, and he ended up winning this old badass man, not that I really think he's old, kicking this younger monster of a guy's ass. I don't think he's really a monster. Anyway, I'm sad for Jonathan for sure. He stared at Mike's huge fire even when he was back on the bench. Jonathan, lasting 25 of 26 days, was allowed on his way out to say, the tribe has spoken. With prayer hands and a bow saying all love, he was gone, leaving Mike, Romeo, and Marianne. What an incredible player Jonathan was. I've never seen anything like it. I can't imagine ever seeing anything like it again. In Jonathan's exit interview, he said that he was shocked to see how fast Mike built his fire and that if he gets a chance, you better believe he's going to be right back out again. He said, thank you, God. Thank you, Survivor, for the opportunity. Such grace, such gratitude in that guy. What a great player. So the morning of the 26th day, Mike, Marianne, and Romeo watched another absolutely beautiful sunrise together and then they had a big morning feast, and that was interspersed with interviews from the folks on the jury, talking about all the remaining three players and the things that they wanted to know about each of their gameplay, so that was kind of cool. And then it was evening time, and Romeo, Marianne, and Mike took their seats for the final time to convince the jury of eight that each one of them deserved to be the sole survivor and to win that million dollars. 
I don't think that I'll dive into all of the questions and answers at the final tribal in detail because that would be a lot, but man, did Marianne do a kick-ass job in explaining her game. She was so great at it. She was great at it because it was truth, and she speaks so well when she speaks from her heart and her head together. Mike did really well as well, and hell, it's not like Romeo did a terrible job. He was good too, but he just didn't have the kind of game Marianne and Mike did. Chanel asked the question, what's your story of your personal evolution playing this game? Which was one of the best questions, I thought. So Romeo spoke on how he didn't give up and how he's leaving this game as a free man to live life the way he wanted to live since he was 19 years old. And he shouted out hi in talking with him about that and helping him to feel comfortable to live out as a gay man. Mike said that he proved that people who are older can come out and they can compete. They can play hard, they can get along with the younger generation, which sometimes isn't that easy and that now his kids can look at him and see that there are no boundaries, that they can succeed at anything in life. Marianne said that she realized she was starting to self-sabotage herself, that she wanted so badly to bring Lindsay along to the end because she didn't want to feel the rejection of friendship, but then she knew she couldn't beat her. She realized that she still needed to grow as a person, that she was so close to playing that idol for Lindsay but she told herself, Marianne, you need to grow. You need to make yourself open. You have to take that chance to lose because you deserve the chance to win. She brought high to tears. She brought me to tears. I think she brought more than just high and me to tears. She's incredible. Jeff complimented the jury on being respectful, complimented the final three on how well they did explaining themselves, and then it was time to vote for a winner of Survivor Season 42. They started out with the first member of the jury, Chanel, and ended with the last member, Jonathan. And then Jeff told everyone there was one more twist. The jury could not believe it. And Jeff revealed that in Survivor 41, they read the votes in the jungles of Fiji, and that's what they were going to do right now. Mike was stunned. And that was that. The first vote was for Mike, and then Marianne, 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 and the winner of season 42, Marianne. There were tears and hugs from the jury as Jeff was speaking to camera, saying that what they also didn't know is that they were going to do the Survivor after show right then. Chaos ensued. The crew came in to take things down and put things up and pass out champagne and pizza. 23-year-old Marianne, a millionaire. I can hear her doing her mother's accent. So Jeff asked the question, and it seems like about five people were leaning more toward Mike, that he had played a more obvious game, whereas Marianne's strategy was just so far behind the scenes they didn't quite know if she was doing anything or not. But Marianne answering the questions the way she did, she swayed them big time. So the eight players from the jury joined Romeo, Mike, and Marianne, and questions and answers were thrown back and forth as they consumed pizza and champagne. And every single player seemed wonderful and good and kind and so grateful to have been part of it. 
Romeo, Marianne, and Mike looked kind of low-key. I suspect that the exhaustion, being able to eat as soon as the winner was announced, all of the stress of the game finally going away, just wiped them out. To be honest, Romeo looked the most alert and present out of the three of them. Probably Mike was a million miles away thinking about the loss. Probably Marianne was a million miles away thinking about the win. Probably both were in too much shock to think about anything other than getting home and into comfortable beds. I wonder how long players sleep when they're finally able to return to an actual bed. I bet it's a day and a half. Maybe even three days. I'll bet they just return to a baby-like state of eat, poop, and sleep. That's a weird note to go out on. Anyway, I had a great time covering this season of Survivor 42. Thank you so much for stopping by Gravitorch Podcast over the last several months. I appreciate it so much. Take care of yourselves, challenge yourselves, do your best in whatever it is you're doing, because it matters. And with that, I'm out of here. Thank you.